Section six of the American Book of the Dog. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Michelle Fry, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. The American Book of the Dog, G. O. Shields, Editor. Section six. The Pointer, Part two. By Charles K. Westbrook, A. M. The pointer has always occupied a high place in the esteem of American sportsmen. This is not only owing to his attractive form and fine field qualities, but also to the fact that in southern sections of the country, where field sports were most indulged in during the earlier years of our national existence, his short coat, his ability to go without water for a longer time than the setter, and his superior nose in a warm, dry climate entitled him to preference. Many dogs of fine quality were imported from abroad by our southern friends long prior to the war, and by judicious interbreeding with our excellent native strains, families of pointers were established there which were not inferior in any respect to the best imported strains. By degrees, these became generally disseminated throughout the country, where other fine strains had also been established, so that the American pointer became noted for his superiority and general excellence as a sporting dog. Among the earlier importations of pointers, of which we have any record, was Sefton by Starr, out of Lord Sefton's Sam, Starr by Cotter, out of McDonough's Miranda. This dog was white, with liver-colored ears, and was imported by Dr. N. Rowe, now editor of the American Field. In 1867, Sir Frederick Bruce, the English minister, imported the liver-and-white dog, George, from the Duke of Beaufort's kennels, which, together with Captain Grafton's imported black-and-white dog, Peg, subsequently became the property of Dr. A. R. Strachan of New York. In the same year, Mrs. S.G. Phelps of East Hartford, Connecticut, imported Bruno, a lemon and white dog, and Mr. Charles Porter of Roslyn, L.I., the liver and white bitch Fanny. In 1874, Mr. B.W. Jenkins of Baltimore imported a liver and white dog, Sancho, by Walker's Dan, out of Fairhead's Juno, Hamlet Bell, who won the Tolly Gold Medal at Waterton in 1875. In the latter year, Mr. Seeley and Stevens of New York imported the liver, gray, and white dog, Rap, by Lord Carlyle's Rap, out of Bess, by Honorable Nor Hill's Blunder, out of Shaw's Helen, Rap, by Lord Downey's Shot, out of Wilson's Staffa. Besides these imported dogs, excellent strains were bred about the same time by Mr. Wisner Murray of Goshen, New York, A.C. Wardell of Newton, New Jersey, now of Kansas, James Cassidy and Charles H. Winfield of New Jersey, Mr. Colt of Hartford, Dwight L. Roberts and Captain J.P. White of Savannah, Edward H. Lathrop of Springfield, Massachusetts, and G.A. Strong and E.A. Kelsey of West Meriden, Connecticut. The first effort at a bench show in this country was made at the meeting of the Illinois State Sportsmen's Association in Chicago, June 2, 1874. The second was held at Oswego, New York, June 22, 1874, by the New York State Sportsmen's Association. 
the first real success in that direction was achieved at mineola long island october seventh eighteen seventy four other exhibitions soon followed at memphis detroit springfield waterton paris kentucky and at manchester new hampshire the first bench show in new york was held in eighteen seventy seven at which r j lloyd price of england exhibited snapshot in the champion class and won with him the columbus ohio kennel club winning in the same class for bitches with bell the exhibition of eighteen seventy eight in the same city brought out the st louis kennel club's champion sleaford and in bitches e orgel's romp and rose many fine dogs appeared subsequently at this series of exhibitions among them being faust croxteth tramp lord dufferin rush rap w r hobart's tom john s wise donald a h moore's king bow waterlily la Rouque, meteor drake pilot munson's bang bravo bow beaufort robert le diable fritz rue robin adair jilt ronda modesty rosa bracket mealy revel three tammy duke of bergen consolation nick of nassau bang grace steph g blumo young beulah never sink tuck patty m duke of hessen vanderbilt puck hamlet sleaford nassau of devonshire penelope wanda stella sensation jimmy shirley amine clover springbok bangso matil jersey bang bang roger williams mayflower nassau of kippen lad of bow lass of bow lucky stone madstone glauca gladys kate the eighth goldenrod duke of vernon graphite lord graphic break lebanon tory white transit bell randolph sicily lapford pearl woolton game queen fan pomery sec osening tribulation miss freedom mary legs stella b sally brass two mealy's baby glamorgan lady tammany and numbers of others whom space will not permit us to mention among the organizations that are entitled to great credit for the efforts that they put forth about eighteen seventy seven for the improvement of the pointer in america are the st louis kennel club in the west and the westminster kennel club in the east each composed of wealthy representative sportsmen having the true interests of the breed at heart these gentlemen imported at heavy expense some of the choicest english blood and by its injection into the veins of our already excellent strains of dogs vastly raised the standard of the american pointer the st louis kennel club's stud dogs champion faust and champion bow were two of the best pointers of their day and have further established their claims to distinction by proving their propensity through a long line of worthy descendants champion sleaford also added greatly to the reputation which the club had achieved as the importers and breeders of some of the best pointers that america has seen adding to their bench qualifications that still more desirable characteristic superior excellence in the field 
the westminster kennel club was among the first to establish bench shows in this country and through that medium has done much to improve the form and appearance of the pointer importing such excellent dogs as bang bang and nasso of kippen and by their energy and influence inducing a wider distribution of the pointer and a higher recognition of his claims as a useful and valuable sporting dog the annual bench show held by this club in the city of new york is recognized as the leading one in the united states and the prizes there bestowed are most highly cherished by breeders the long line of important shows now held in this country at boston providence springfield rochester elmira buffalo philadelphia baltimore pittsburgh chicago st louis denver st paul cincinnati and other large cities owe their origin and inspiration to the influence and example of the westminster kennel club the graphic kennels at netherwood new jersey the neversink lodge kennels of orange county new york and the hempstead farm kennels of long island are also prominent eastern breeders of pointers while mr john s wise f r hitchcock a e godfrey fred s underhill a d lewis j h Philan, j h winslow charles j perschel l gardner charles heath james l anthony e r bellman john white luke w white j r purcell p t madison robert c cornell thomas h terry b f seidner a c collins c m munhill c g stoddard c h odell o w donner edward dexter armory r star john m tracy c w littlehorn george f grant ed s schultz c e sterling bayard thayer samuel t colt w e hughes j b turner a a whipple a c waddell and c c pippet are among those gentlemen to whom breeders are indebted for intelligent and successful efforts in the development of the pointer a large number of champion pointers have been evolved and had won well-merited honors at the various exhibitions before the organization of the present american kennel club among these were faust sleaford bow water lily meteor bravo and patty m as kennel interests began to assume a more prominent place in america the necessity for the organization of a national association with a view of directing and fostering such interests and adopting uniform rules for the government of shows and the distribution of awards became apparent and resulted in the organization of the american kennel club at philadelphia on september seventeenth eighteen eighty four this club has present control of american kennel affairs publishing the only official stud book for the registration of pedigrees as well as the kennel gazette and promulgating uniform rules for the government of shows and distribution of awards it also publishes in the gazette 
as champions of record the names of all those dogs still living who have attained the title of champion the qualifications being that a dog shall have won four first prizes in the open class to be eligible to the challenge class and three first prizes in the latter class to be entitled champion the exhibitions at which such awards are given to be such as are duly recognized by the club and the contest to be under rules promulgated by themselves the club is composed of a membership comprising the different bench show and field trial clubs of america represented by delegates and a large body of associated individual members also represented by delegates those living pointers recognized as champions by the american kennel club down to eighteen ninety are bracket seven eight three five clover two eight six seven donald two eight seven nine graphic four o six seven juno s eight o one o king bow four o seven six lad of bow seven eight eight o lass of bow eight o two o mealy four two o one nasso of kippen five 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 two nick of nasso five 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 three queen bow eight o five seven Queen Fan five six oh seven Revel three eight oh six two Robert Le Diable five 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 six and Rosa one one two oh six Contemporaneously with the establishment of bench shows in the United States appeared the public field trials which were designed to develop and demonstrate the useful and practical qualities of the pointer and setter. The first field trial in America was held october eighth, 1874 under the auspices of the tennessee sportsmen's association in which the judging was under english rules by points on october twenty sixth eighteen seventy five the same association also held extensive trials in the field at which first prize for pointers was won by major j m taylor's duke by captain day's may out of ida second prize by captain lightburn's sandy by bang out of queen in the bitch class first went to g muller's fanny by ben out of hoffman's imported bitch second to dr sanders may by sam out of gibson's nelly one of the earliest prominent field trial organizations and one to which pointer breeders are chiefly indebted for early encouragement was the eastern field trials club organized in eighteen seventy eight and still in active existence during the first few years the club furnished but one all-age stake annually to which both setters and pointers were eligible while the latter won a fair share of the competitive honors they were so heavily handicapped by the greater number of the setters affording a larger field for selection that pointer breeders were dissatisfied and it was not until the club established separate all-age stakes for the two breeds that the excellent field qualities of the pointer were clearly demonstrated and his improvement became rapid the two breeds still contend together in the derby for dogs born on or after january first of the year of or year preceding the contest and also contend together for the championship stake to which winners of the first prize in an all-age stake are eligible 
the robbins island club organized eighteen eighty one is still in existence while later organizations that are engaged in the commendable work of developing the field qualities of the pointer and setter are the central field trial club southern field trial club indiana kennel club texas field trial club pacific coast field trial club philadelphia kennel club southern sportsmen's association canadian kennel club and manitoba field trial club here omitted from this recording is a full page of dogs by name with sires and dames recited who won the prize too much cannot be said in praise of those enterprising gentlemen who have devoted time and money without stint to the support and encouragement of field contests, and while severe criticisms have been made on the methods often employed at the trials, the rules under which they are run, and the work of the dogs, yet it must be borne in mind that the conditions under which these races are run are of the most trying character." it is a contest for supremacy between owners handlers and dogs the latter are thrown among strange competitors oftentimes after being carried hundreds of miles by rail must work on strange grounds followed by a crowd listen to unaccustomed sounds and commands and work in confusion generally it is only a wonder that the dogs perform as well as they do and it is generally admitted that it takes a good dog to win at these trials in the face of all these difficulties many of the successful field trial winners are afterward used as stud dogs and produce some excellent descendants for all-round work which proves their own inherent good qualities if less prominence were given to pace and range and more to nose style and quality of work staunchness in pointing backing and retrieving it would redound more to the credit of the field trials and result in giving us better dogs for general private use throughout the country the tendency now seems to be to adopt more rational and sensible rules in judging the work of the dogs and a wild half-trained animal knowing but little else than how to run fast for a short time does not now necessarily win the contest among the most potent sires that have ever been imported to this country were sensation and croxteth the former by price's jim white house's hamlet judy out of nell old rap nina was bred by mr j d humphreys in eighteen seventy four and during his lifetime won seven prizes in england and thirteen in the united states including third prize in the eastern field trials and the cup for the best pointer in eighteen eighty he was a dog of most excellent quality lemon and white in color and has produced many noted descendants he was one of the first dogs of note that was brought to America, and his importation marked the beginning of the interest in the development of the pointer that has culminated in our present high standard of excellence. He was imported in 1876, having been selected and purchased for the Westminster Kennel Club by Mr. George de Forest Grant. His field qualities were of a high order, many of his fine attitudes on point having been preserved by brush and pencil he died of old age at babylon long island in june eighteen eighty seven following close upon sensation was croxteth he was bred by the well-known english sportsman rev j cumming macdonough in january eighteen seventy eight from whom he was purchased by mr a e godefroy of new york 
when first imported he was in very poor condition and did not show up well at the new york exhibition of eighteen eighty where he was only awarded two letters in the summer of eighteen eighty he began to improve in condition and ran in an all-age stake of the eastern field trials where he won his first heat but failed to get placed at the new york show of eighteen eighty one he won third in the open class and in the fall of the same year again ran at the trials of the eastern field trial club where he defeated all the pointers present winning the special pointer cup he then ran for first prize overall against the orange and white setter grossdale but after a close race was declared defeated a decision which caused considerable heated discussion in the sporting press many believing that croxteth had justly won the contest his owner withdrew him after this race and would not permit him to contend for second money in eighteen eighty two the new york exhibition awarded him first in the open class for heavyweight dogs and the silver medal for the best pointer with a field trial record he was shown against the well-known dog faust and scored ninety-five and one-fourth points out of a possible one hundred against ninety by faust the same year he ran again in the all-age stake at the eastern field trials beating all pointers and again winning the special pointer cup he won second in the general contest out of thirty-seven entries being defeated for the first place by london his son lord shefton ran in the derby at the same time and won the silver cup over sixty-five dogs for special excellence he also won second in the puppy class at the new york bench show the same year the summarized winnings of croxteth are as follows second prize in puppy class international show at hanover germany eighteen seventy nine fourth in english field trial derby out of one hundred and twenty-seven entries eighteen seventy nine second in bench show rochester new york eighteen seventy nine h c bench show new york city eighteen eighty third bench show new york city eighteen eighty one special cup for best pointer in eastern field trials eighteen eighty one first in open class new york bench show and silver medal for best field trial pointer in the show eighteen eighty two special cup for best pointer in the eastern field trials eighteen eighty two second in all age stake in eastern field trials eighteen eighty two silver medal best kennel of pointers new york eighteen eighty three silver medal best field trial pointer new york eighteen eighty three best stud pointer in the show appearing with four first and second winners new york eighteen eighty four silver medal best kennel of pointers new york eighteen eighty five he was never shown except in new york state and after eighteen eighty five retired on his laurels being in extensive demand as a stud dog and becoming the sire of many winners both on the bench and in the field among the well-known dogs of whom he was the sire were elliot's scout drake trinket's bang robert de diable keswick two d dell modesty lady zeal romp lady crossteth neversink jilt lord sefton doncaster rap and ossian no dog that we have had in america has achieved a more favorable reputation as a dog of high character and a successful stock-getter than crocksteth 
and when he died in March 1888, the result of a cold caught during the great blizzard of that month, general regret pervaded pointer circles at the loss of so shining a light among their favorites. Crook's death was by Lowe's Young Bang out of Madonna's Jane, he by Price's Bang and Davy's Luna, and she by Lord Sefton's Sam out of his flirt. Through his ancestors, Sam, Hamlet, and Drake, he inherited the best blood of Lord Sefton's, Mr. Whitehouse's, and Sir Richard Garth's strains. He was half-brother of Sir Thomas Leonard's Priam and Scamp, and grandson of Champion Bang, the winner of Tenfield Trials in England, and with an invincible bench record as well. In bench-show form, Crock's teth weighed seventy pounds, his measurements being round chest two feet five inches, nose to root of tail three feet two inches, height of shoulder two feet one and one-fourth inches, head, skull bone to nose, ten and one-half inches, round face, under eyes, eleven inches, round thigh, one foot four inches, round loin, one foot ten and one-half inches, round skull, one foot five and one-half inches, skull bone to shoulder, eight inches. In color, he was dark liver and white-ticked, grandly sensational on point, and impressing anyone who saw him with the beautiful character and expression of his head, his grand frame, and muscular development. His legs and feet were excellent, his carriage lofty, never trailing but hunting for the body scent, going at a steady, long-striding gallop over the roughest of ground, and never seeming to be tired. He was also a superior all-round dog, being as good on ruffed grouse and snipe as he was on quails. A sketch representing him in one of his grand points at High Point, North Carolina, in 1882, was published in Forest and Stream, December 1882, and was copied by European sporting papers. He was also painted by the well-known artist Mr. J. M. Tracy, when on point, handsomely backed by sensation, the picture being now owned by the Westminster Kennel Club. Another excellent stud dog that has just passed away, leaving many noted descendants, was Bang Bang by Price's Bang out of Princess Kate. He was bred by Mr. F. C. Lowe in January 1881 and imported to this country in July 1882. Previous to leaving England, he won the puppy stakes at Shrewsbury, including the champion puppy stake, the 50-pound prize at the Blankford Trials, the third puppy stake and all-age stake at the St. Hubert Trials, Belgium, and first at the Crystal Palace Show in 1882. In this country, his winnings were... Second, Cleveland, first lightweight pointer sweepstakes, New York, 1884. First, Philadelphia, 1885. First, Waverly, 1887. First, Syracuse, 1888. Field Trials Pointer Stake, Eastern Field Trials Club, 1885. Divided second in same stake, 1886. Bang Bang was an attractive lemon and white dog built on wonderful racing lines of grand style, fine nose, and excellent disposition. Pointer breeders are also indebted to Champion Graphic for the contribution of certain excellent qualities to our American kennels. He is by Ferdson's Juno, out of Leach's Bonus Sancho, was whelped April 15, 1881, and bred by Mr. Norrish of Devonshire, England. 
his sire bonus sancho is by price's champion bang out of leech's bell a union which produced in different litters bang two bow bells merry bells bonabell and other winners leech's bell is by champion sancho out of leech's fan sancho was the sire of champion wag and brother of champion chang graphic was imported in eighteen eighty six he is a typical liver and white dog and has scored many winnings in england and this country including the champion prize at crystal palace in eighteen eighty four and eighteen eighty five his field performances in england and america have been good and he is the sire of many first-class dogs including gobang champion bracket champion lad of bow lass of bow romeo champion rebel the third wanda stella b graphite lord graphic pomeroy second merry legs and sally brass too champion robert le diable is one of the most prominent and popular dogs that have been bred in this country he is a grand liver and white ticked dog of great symmetry weighing about sixty pounds and built on correct lines for practical work he was bred by the st louis kennel club whelped june twelfth eighteen eighty three subsequently owned by the highland kennels red bank new jersey and now by the hempstead farm kennels hempstead long island he is by cross teth spinaway a small but symmetrical bitch by pilkington's garnet out of keswich the latter was imported by the st louis kennel club and won first prize in the puppy stakes of the sporting dog and field trial club's trials in eighteen seventy nine robert le diable is distinguished for his successful bench show and field trial record and defeated a large and formidable aggregation of pointers at the eastern field trials club's meeting in eighteen eighty six winning the all-age stake he also won first and special for best pointer or setter in the new york show in eighteen eighty five first at st louis and cincinnati the same year championship and special for best pointer in eighteen eighty six at st louis and pittsburgh besides other prizes first and special for the best pointer with a field trial record for the best pointer in the show and for the best stud dog shown with two of his get at new york eighteen ninety Tammany by Pilkington's Tory out of Moonstone, imported in utero and whelped August twenty fourth, eighteen eighty three, is another of our noted pointers who has just passed into the great hunting grounds beyond the setting sun. His death occurred on february sixteenth, eighteen eighty nine. His dam, Moonstone, was a full sister of the St. Louis Kennel Club's Beau and of Young Bang, the sire of Crossteth and Priam he was a strong heavyweight liver and white ticked dog lacking somewhat in symmetry but built for the manifestation of power in the field where he achieved his greatest successes he won first in the eastern field trials club's members stake and first in the all-aged pointer stake in eighteen eighty seven defeating several prominent competitors and has left a number of descendants who aid in sustaining his good reputation his bench winnings were third philadelphia eighteen eighty five second newark eighteen eighty six second hartford eighteen eighty six first new york eighteen eighty six first new york and first hartford eighteen eighty seven second boston in eighteen eighty seven and in champion class in eighteen eighty eight 
the immediate ancestors of tammany were such excellent dogs as garth's drake dahl coem's bang price's vesta lord cole's cole francis's bell brockton's bounce postan's venus hamlet might ranger jilt and don he was one of the few pointers we have had in this country who displayed the same style and courage on game that is manifested by the best strains of setters. Champion Nick of Nassau by Nassau II and Pedigo is a handsome liver and white dog imported from England at great expense and has achieved a worthy prominence in pointer circles, being a well-known winner on the bench and in the field trials, proving himself a formidable competitor, where he also won deserved honors. He has also proven a useful and valuable sire. Another excellent dog is the liver and white ticked dog, Duke of Vernon, owned by Mr. L. Gardiner of Mount Vernon, New York, and exhibited at the various shows in recent years. He manifests strong pointer character, is admirably set on his legs, symmetrical and strong, and with a perfectly carried stern. His winnings are first and two specials, Buffalo, 1888, second, Richmond, 1888, when in field form only, first New York, 1889, first Troy, the same year, and second New York, 1890. He is by Glendale, out of Spotless, and includes in his pedigree such excellent dogs as Lort, Lass of Bow, Jaunty, Sleaford, Pride, Dawn, Price's Bang, Luna, Bell, Nina, General Prim, Coem's Bang, Vesta, Juno, Sancho, Hamlet, Sal, and Nelly. Champion Lad of Bow is now owned by the Westminster Kennel Club. He was bred by Mr. Sam Price of Bow, North Devon, England, March 9, 1884, and imported to this country in May 1886. He is by Champion Graphic, out of Climax, she by Champion Bang, out of Juno, by Mike, out of Baston's Bell, Bang by Coem's Bang, out of Vesta. Lad of Bow is a large liver white and ticked pointer, weighing about 65 pounds, and of fine form and appearance. He is longer in body than his sire, a racy-looking animal, with great depth of chest and fine disposition, measuring four and a half inches from end of nose to corner of eye, across skull six inches, and standing twenty-four inches high at the shoulders. His bench winnings in England include second at Crystal Palace Show, 1886. In America, he won first and special for best large-sized stud dog with two of his progeny, awarded with his sire Graphic and half-brother Champion Brackett. Also special as one of the best kennel of pointers, Boston, 1887. Also dividing third at the American Field Trial Club's trials, All-Aged Stake, Florence, Alabama, 1887, second and two specials as one of best kennel, and for the best pointer dog that has been placed in any American field trial, New York, 1888. Champion Brackett was bred by Mr. R. P. Leach, Devon, England, whelped February 8, 1884, and imported to this country in January, 1886. He is by Champion Graphic out of Blumo. His record in England was... Second, Crystal Palace, 1885. Third, Crystal Palace, same year. 
H.C. British Kennel Association's show, there being no small dog class, Sheffield, 1885. Also special for best team of pointers or setters, one by Bracket, Revel Three, and Bow Ideal, First and Cup, small dog class, Birmingham, 1885. In this country, his record of winnings is large, including first, Pittsburgh, 1886, also in sweepstakes, first as best pointer under 55 pounds, and special as best lightweight pointer in open class, first and five specials, Newark, 1886, first and three specials, Boston, 1886, first and two specials, Hartford, 1886, Champion and Special, New York, 1886, Champion, Newark, 1887, Special as one of Best Kennel, Special for Best Large Stud Dog, with two of his progeny, awarded with his sire, Graphic, and his half-brother, Lad of Bow, Boston, 1887, and Champion and Special, New York, 1888. Bracket is dark liver, white and ticked, weighing about 54 pounds, measuring 4 and 1 fourth inches from end of nose to corner of eye, 5 and 1 half inches between the ears, and standing 22 and 3 fourths inches at shoulder. He is full of quality, somewhat heavy in head, with good shoulders, capital loin and body, and good disposition. He has been shown a great deal in this country, and also given a good deal of work in the field, where he is said to manifest a most excellent nose, combined with speed, staunchness, and tractability. Champion Donald was imported by Mr. A. H. Moore of Philadelphia in 1880. He was bred by Mr. R. Andrews of Devonshire, being whelped in 1877. His record on the bench is a good one, both in England and this country. He won first at Exeter, June 1879, first at Falmouth in July the same year, first in October at Bristol, and first at Birmingham in December. He finished his public career in England by capturing first and cup at Margate, February 1880. In this country, he won first at St. Louis, 1880, first champion and first with others as best kennel of dogs, New York, 1882, first champion at Boston, 1882, and first champion at Cleveland, 1882. He is the sire of Patty M., Dress, and Donald II, all well-known. In color, he is liver, white, and ticked, of medium size, rather stocky in build, with capital neck, fair shoulders, and good body and legs. He has sired some most excellent dogs by Revel Three and other bitches. In working condition, he weighs about 52 pounds, measuring 4 and 1 fourth inches from end of nose to corner of eye, between ears 5 and 1 half inches, and in height 22 and 1 fourth inches at shoulder. A dog of excellent quality that has recently been developed in the West is Mr. P. T. Madison's Osian by Croxteth Amin. He was bred by Mr. John S. Wise in May 1886 and trained by Captain D. E. Rose of Lawrenceburg, Tennessee. Here inserted is a portrait photo of Patty M., owned by C. M. Munhall, Cleveland, Ohio. 
His field winnings are divided third in Eastern Field Trials Club's Derby in 1887, third in same club's All-Aged Stake in 1888, second in Southern Field Trial Club's All-Aged Pointer Stake in 1888, and first in Indiana Kennel Club's All-Aged Pointer Stake in 1889. He has been shown but twice on the bench, winning second in open class, Indianapolis, 1889, and first at Indianapolis, 1890. Osian is a high-headed, stylish, liver-white-and-ticked pointer, weighing about 60 pounds, with plenty of bone and muscle, strong and enduring, and obedient and tractable in the field. At the terrible canine holocaust at Columbus, Ohio, January 11, 1888, several excellent pointers were burned. Among them were Bow Faust, Rap Dove, Planet, Meteor Accident, Pap Smizer, Meteor Diana, Business, Donald Nympher, Rumpty, Meteor Diana, Hamlet, Hamlet Sleaford, Young Sleaford, Lily, Lily Bang, Bang Bang, Lass, Dolly Fauster, Fauster Nympher, Lady Trinket, Young Meteor, Zolo Faust, Corsicana Tobe, Tory, Kelly's Bell, besides several fine puppies belonging to the Eidstone Kennels of Dayton, Ohio, and last but not least, the two fine bitches, Lady Croxteth, combining most excellent field, bench, and brood qualities, and the peerless champion Patty M., a bitch of rare quality who was rapidly pushing her way to the front. Patty M. by champion Donald Bob Sappho out of Devonshire Lass, Imp Don, Imp Lady, was whelped August ninth, 1882, and was a litter sister of Donald II. Her winnings were first and special Milwaukee, 1886, first and two specials Latonia, Kentucky, 1886, first and special Waverly, New Jersey, 1886, champion prize and two specials Dayton, Ohio, 1886, first Boston, 1887, first and two specials Pittsburgh, 1887, champion prize New York, 1887, champion prize and special Detroit, 1887, champion prize and three specials Columbus, Ohio, 1888. Patty M. was only bred twice to Croxteth and Nick of Nassau, all of her progeny proving good. Other dogs that have proven decidedly prepotent in impressing their own fine qualities on their offspring in America, and whom space will not permit us to describe at length, are Nassau of Kippen, Mainspring, King Bow, King Don, Vandervoort's Don, Duke of Hessen, Beanfort, Beppo III, Cornerstone, Consolation, Meteor, Pontiac, Moulton Baron, Osborne Ale, Freedom, Trinket's Bang, Tam O'Shanter, Dancer, Flockfinder, Sensation's Son, Rod and Bang. These dogs, together with many other native and imported specimens of high character, have done much in elevating the standard of pointer breeding in America. Already the latest successful blood in England has been imported, and with the experience gained in the trials and the exercise of the principles of scientific breeding, there is every reason to believe that the pointer will always hold his place in the front rank of our sporting dogs. 
at the same time as now bred he needs more enthusiasm in his work and should carry a higher head than he does feeling more for the body scent and less for the foot scent of game and working out his ground with more judgment in these respects the setter has been wonderfully developed and improved by the field trials the pointer has among his promoters many of our leading sportsmen and all that money can accomplish united with earnest endeavor and intelligent experimentation will doubtless be done to make him the equal of the setter in every respect the organization of a club in eighteen eighty eight devoted to his interests and development is also a move in the right direction and if the councils of this body are wisely governed it can accomplish much in unifying the interests of the breed in america making the types of breeding more uniform and securing proper recognition for the pointer the pointer club of america is now officered as follows Honorable John S. Wise, President, New York City, George W. LaRue, Secretary and Treasurer, New York City, James L. Anthony, First Vice President, New York City, F. R. Hitchcock, Second Vice President, New York City, B. F. Seidner, Third Vice President, Dayton, Ohio, A. C. Collins, Fourth Vice President, Hartford, Connecticut, Executive Committee, C. M. Munhall, Cleveland, Ohio, Dr. J. R. Daniels, Cleveland, Ohio, Charles Heath, Newark, New Jersey, James P. Swain, New York City, J. H. Winslow, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, J. M. Arnault, New York City, Charles G. Stoddard, Dayton, Ohio, M. V. B. Saunders, Detroit, Michigan, John S. Wise, New York City, George W. LaRue, New York City, James L. Anthony, New York City, F. R. Hitchcock, New York City, B. F. Seitner, Dayton, Ohio, A. C. Collins, Hartford, Connecticut. Its membership includes most of the prominent pointer men in the country, but the limits of our space preclude the possibility of giving the full list. Pointer breeders should not lose sight of the lack of uniformity in type with which the friends of the dog have always had to contend. Large dogs and small dogs, long and short, have been interbred so that it is difficult to predict uniformity in type of any litter. Greater care should be exercised in this regard, and the two weights of dogs should be carefully bred within themselves. An occasional graft of the heavy breed onto the light weight might, however, be allowed, with a view to counteracting excessive fineness of bone and muscle in the latter, and heavier in the former. Description, value of points, color, size. The style of dog that is now being bred in the United States conforms entirely to the description given by Stonehenge and his valuable work on the dogs of the British Isles, a standard that has also been adopted for judging by the Westminster Kennel Club of New York for use at their annual bench shows and which is generally used throughout the country. For the benefit of the readers of this work, the epitomized description compiled by the late William M. Tilston is herewith given as follows. The skull, value 10, should be of good size, but not as heavy as in the old Spanish pointer, and in a lesser degree his half-bred descendants. It should be wider across the ear than that of the setter, with a forehead rising well at the brows, showing a decided stop. 
a full development of the occipital protuberance is indispensable and the upper surface should be in two slightly rounded flats with a furrow between the nose value ten should be long four inches to four and three-fourths inches and broad with widely open nostrils the end must be moist and in health is cold to the touch it should be black or very dark brown in all but the lemon and whites but in them it may be a deep flesh color it should be cut off square and not pointed known as the snipe nose or pig jaw teeth meeting evenly the ears eyes and lips value four are as follows ears soft in coat moderately long and thin in leather not folding like the hounds but lying flat and close to the cheeks and set on low without any tendency to prick eyes soft and of medium size color brown varying in shade with that of the coat lips well developed and frothing when in work but not pendant or flu-like the neck value six should be arched toward the head long and round without any approach to dewlap or throatiness it should come out with a graceful sweep from between the shoulder blades the shoulders and chest value fifteen are dependent on each other for their formation thus a wide and hooped chest cannot have the blades lying flat against its sides and consequently instead of this and their sloping backwards as they ought to do in order to give free action they are upright short and fixed of course a certain width is required to give room for the lungs but the volume required should be obtained by depth rather than width behind the blades the ribs should however be well arched but still deep this last depth of back rib is especially important the back quarters and stifles value fifteen constitute the main propellers of the machine and on their proper development the speed and power of the dog depend the loin should be very slightly arched and full of muscle which should run well over the back ribs the hips should be wide with a tendency even to raggedness and the quarters should droop very slightly from them these last must be full of firm muscle and the stifles should be well bent and carried widely apart so as to allow the hind legs to be brought well forward in the gallop instituting a form of action which does not tire legs elbows and hocks valued twelve these chiefly bony parts though merely the levers by which the muscles act must be strong enough to bear the strain given them and this must act in the straight line of progression substance of bone is therefore demanded not only in the shanks but in the joints the knees and hocks being especially required to be bony the elbows should be well let down giving a long upper arm and should not be turned in or out the latter being however the lesser fault of the two as the confined elbow limits the action considerably the reverse is the case with the hocks which may be turned in rather than out the former being generally accompanied by that wideness of stifles which i have already insisted on both hind and fore pasterns should be short nearly upright and full of bone the feet value eight are all important for however fast and strong the action may be if the feet are not well shaped and their horny covering hard the dog will soon become footsore when at work and will then refuse to leave his master's heels however high his courage may be breeders have long disputed the comparative good qualities of the round cat-like foot and the long one resembling that of the hare 
in the pointer my own opinion is in favor of the cat foot with the toes well arched and close together this is the desideratum of the m f h and i think stands work better than the hare foot in which the toes are not arched but still lie close together in the setter the greater amount of hair to a certain extent condones the inherent weakness of the hare foot but in the pointer no such superiority can be claimed the main point however is the closeness of the pads compared with the thickness of the horny covering the stern value five must be strong in bone at the root but should at once be reduced in size as it leaves the body and then gradually taper to a point like a bee's sting it should be very slightly curved carried a little above the line of the back and without the slightest approach to curl at the tip of symmetry and quality value seven the pointer should display a goodly proportion no dog showing more difference between the gentleman and his opposite it is impossible to analyze the essentials but every judge carries the knowledge with him the texture value three of a coat in the pointer should be soft and mellow but not absolutely silky in color value five there is now little choice in point of fashion between the liver and the lemon and whites after them come the black and whites with or without tan then the pure black and lastly the pure liver dark liver ticked is perhaps the most beautiful color of all to the eye while on this question of color it may be appropriate to remark that fashion and caprice have always been consulted in awarding the palm of preference to one color over another however the liver and white dogs have been the most generally sought after taking it all through and are the most popular dogs of the present day after them come the lemon and whites and orange and whites the latter color was at one time popularized by mr whitehouse whose strain headed by hamlet proved most excellent animals the duke of kingston's strain of black pointers was also at one time quite the thing among sportsmen in england and some most excellent dogs of that color are now owned in this country being largely descended from the kennels of mr pope with regard to the weight of pointers it is customary in the shows in this country to separate them into two divisions dogs weighing over and under fifty five pounds and bitches weighing over and under fifty pounds on this point mr vero shaw remarks as follows for old sportsmen the heavy dogs partaking as they do largely of the character of the old spanish pointer are chiefly to be recommended as from their greater weight they are not so fast or so active in the field on the other hand there is a far greater development of pace to be found in the light weights and their staunchness in many instances is very slightly if at all inferior to the heavier animals it may therefore we are of opinion be taken that the medium-sized pointers are as a rule by far more valuable as sporting dogs than either of the extremes in weight as they may be reasonably expected to combine pace and staunchness to an extent which is likely to commend itself to every sort of sportsman it is we believe a pretty generally admitted fact among sportsmen that modern pointers are deficient in nose when compared with what they used to be in other words nose has been sacrificed by the almost insane importance which has been attached to pace breeders appear to have in many instances only had in view the production of an animal that can gallop and thereby cover more ground than other dogs which might be brought against them and nose has thereby suffered to a great extent End quote. 
with regard to breeding management and training nothing further need be added to those departments of canine lore than can be found elsewhere in this volume for the observations and instructions given on those points with a special reference to other breeds will apply with equal force to the pointer this dog is easily bred true to type is not difficult to rear and keep in a state of health and is more easily trained than any other sporting dog also remembering his lessons the best this ends section six part two of two of the pointer